This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Guilty movie pleasure fans, the day that Jesse and I covered Street Fighter the movie may have been the most important day of your life. But for us, it was Tuesday. Hadouken! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasure. Sure, you get Let's just keep doing that the whole time. You should do it. Hadouken, he sort of does a Hadouken in this. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Guilty Movie Pleasures. We are back in action with Street Fighter the Movie. I'm your host, Ben Begley, and with me as always is... Jesse McIntosh. Yeah, yeah, I remembered to do this this, that this time. Yeah. Like a real host. It's points for you. Points for me. I'll add that to my bonus. For those keeping track. Of Bitcoin. Is that... They pay us in Bitcoin. Is here. that what's happening? No, no. I it's need cryptocurrency, I need but it doesn't app. mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I only have two apps on my phone. So, Did you try and explain Bitcoin to me or somebody else? I've, Definitely I've, not. I've had it explained to me five times. I still From what understand I understand, it. it's smaller coins. Yeah, Is that true? So. I think so. Just like parts it's of like coins. It's like Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, you break up a penny. That's my understanding of Bitcoin. <laughs> so, okay. I've been wanting... Now, here's, tell me if this perception is true. We're, we have two things I want to try and prove on today's show. We're scientists. First and foremost, I text Jesse. Oh, no. Secondly, I'll I'll get into that. But (laughs) first and foremost, I've had this in my head that I feel like I've pitched you this movie a dozen times and you've turned it down. Or is that just in my head? So your pitches come in like bundles. (laughs) And maybe in my head, I know which one I want. I'm like trying to will. You always know which one you want, I think. But like they come in like groups of five or six. And I, I'm usually like, oh, let's uh, let's maybe do this one. And then you usually <laughs> respond back, well, that's kind of similar to the one we already did. And it usually so like, at some point whittles down to the one that you wanted. Uh, so you're like, why did you even yeah, send me this bundle? Just like, tell me what you want to do. Um, but so it, I've been wanting to do this for months. Listen, it may have been included in some of the bundles. Um, so you weren't actively against covering this movie? No. Uh-uh. Had you ever seen this movie? No. Okay, then... Whew. I saw, I was, were you a Street Fighter fan back in the day? Uh, I mean, not really. Okay, so we're covering, in case you didn't know, Street Fighter the movie, and this is the extreme edition. I own the Blu-ray, guys. That's how committed I am. Uh, I remember, I loved Corey Ular, who's been on the show. He and I played Super Street Fighter 2, and we loved playing that game. And I'll never forget, uh, he got so mad at me one time because I was M. Bison, and I kept jump kicking him, and I kept defeating him. It's not flawless victory, that's Mortal Kombat, but I kept defeating him without him getting a hit. And finally, he punched me in the arm so hard my arm went numb. And then he, then, um, like I, he, he, the person, punched he, the person, you, Ben Begley, yeah. Corey got okay. so mad at me, punched me in the arm, and then he won that round because I couldn't, well, my, the buttons weren't working. That's, I was cheating. That's not honorable. I, I, I meant to bring my, I still have with the case and booklet Super Street Fighter 2 on the Sega Genesis that I bust out every once in a while because that's my favorite version of the game. Even, Newer iterations, uh, other than like Marvel versus Capcom, I love those. But of the Street Fighter games, Super Street Fighter 2 is still my favorite because it has everybody from the original Street Fighter 2 and Cammy and a ton of other people. But the 
I does anybody know fans out there tweet at me if they I know they made a Street Fighter for Nintendo, but it was like a weird futuristic game. I don't know of a one with Ryu and Ken and Guile and Blanca and everything. Don't don't future shame the game. No, I'm just saying it it seems like a different game completely. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if a, an original Street Fighter exists. But anyways, I remember seeing this movie and enjoying it, but even at the time realizing it's ridiculous. And my biggest gripe was in the game Ryu and Ken or Ryu, uh, Ryu is what I how I always pronounce it. I may be completely wrong. Ryu and Ken, uh they were uh, the leads in the game, mm-hmm. and then Guile was the lead in this. And I think, for some reason, I was 11 at the time, and I wasn't really exposed to that many Jean-Claude Van Damme movies, so <laughs> I was just like, this guy's a terrible actor, yeah. is what I thought in this movie. Yeah. Turns out he was high on coke for most of it. I didn't know that. Yeah, I looked up a bunch of stuff on IMDb. I actually like prepared and stuff. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but if, he was, if there is a movie to do it for, it's I, this one. Street Fighter you know, movie, hey, yeah. I gotta bring, I gotta pull out all the stops. I have all the listed moves that they did in here. Wow. Um, anyways, but yeah, he was on coke a ton and would not come out of his trailer. And poor Raul Julia, this was his last movie. Who played M Bison? He was diagnosed with stomach cancer before the movie started production. And so, why some of the fight scenes are so shitty in this movie is because they had to shoot all of M Bison stuff first, and then. Like and and all of his fight scenes, uh-huh. and then they didn't have time to rehearse because they were busy choreographing the Jean Claude Van Damme and Bison fight scene. That all the other stuff they were saying the actors sometimes learn the choreography the day of, like hours before shooting. Yeah, it shows. Yeah, they still do great. They're all great martial artists. And Ming Na Wen is in this, who plays Chun Li, and she's uh, Agent May on Agents of Shield, and she's a badass. Uh-huh. Shout out to Agent May. But anyways. <laughs> At the time, I thought it was kind of cheesy, and I thought it was okay, but watching it now, it's, in my opinion, one of the best terrible movies ever made, because it is horrendously bad, but I was entertained from beginning to end, laughing my ass off at just, you can tell that it was Capcom just telling the studio everything they wanted, and them trying to get some semblance of a story with a coked-out lead, and somebody who was unfortunately terminally ill, just all these awful circumstances coming together to make this bizarre batshit movie that is a step up from super mario brothers if you can believe that the movie i'm gonna have a hard time we're gonna cover it on here i'm gonna force you to (laughs) now that i went on my uh 14 minute dissertation and we have 10 minutes left in the show yeah jesse what do you think i thought it was fine let's uh no i'm kidding Uh, every show starts (laughs) when it's something you know i'm stoked about a movie when i talk about it for like seven minutes straight in the beginning yeah and when you're really quiet, I know you're not. No, that's... Or you're holding it. That's not, yeah. You're holding your cards. I, sometimes I just like to surprise you. Um, today is not one of those times. Damn it! I, you're not going to be surprised by my uh, response <laughs> to this movie at all. I thought it was uh, it was pretty dumb. Like, <laughs> Of course! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, like, yeah. I'm not saying that, that I was expecting for it not to be dumb. Um, but... Uh, it was just, like... I'm getting so out the text I it was you. It was obviously, like... It's a kids movie, right? Like it was I don't even know. I it, mean, it seemed like all the edges were rounded and like there was nothing there's nothing that could have hurt us. Like everything was super predictable. Yeah. There was nothing that, like there's there, so many great jumps in logic that don't make any sense. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff where like the good guys could have eat like with the gas chamber where they should have all just died but for some reason they took them out to like the best is what I know we'll get to this, but when Guile's big plan is to ride up in the elevator that Blanca was supposed to be in, yeah. and then 
jump kick M. Bison in front of a hundred soldiers with machine guns and then duck behind a few bricks. Yeah. So and just hang out there for the entire and there's, there's, shootout. There's just like a, a general <laughs> disinterest in the way things work. Like uh, like this arm, this uh, unit committed just a mutiny on whatever government they're answering to. Yeah. And the government was just like, well... <laughs> I guess I guess they're doing that. Yeah, like there's no response there's no, by the it, the allies or anything. It's just like okay. well, that's why the AN is there, right? The, the Allied nation. But that's what I'm saying. Like no one, they like went to stop them, and then no one was ever like, "Well, we asked them not to, and they decided well, the to." The bureaucrats and, try and get them to to bow to Bison, and that's when we'll play Guile's speech yeah, later. Don't yeah. worry. Um, but but like so, I'm gonna the, see how close I was. My my reaction to it as that it was a kids movie is based on like a general either disinterest or lack of understanding or lack of caring Mm -hmm. in like the mechanics of things of movies in general of anything (laughs) and just like here's here are things that people familiar with (laughs) the game will be into well that's another thing like yeah so and then like to me not being familiar with the game you tell me uh, the game is based on hand-to-hand combat, right? Yeah. Are there a ton of guns in the game? No. Right. So this whole movie is based on an arms race and a world war. Yeah. And, like, it's called Street Fighter. Yeah. Why aren't we just... Why isn't it more just, like... Mortal Kombat, the a, movie? A minuscule story on the street yeah. where people are fighting on the street. Like, and the fight scenes... Like, you telling me that people learn the choreography the day of sometimes. If you're making... A movie called Street Fighter, maybe make that important. Yeah. Maybe yeah. be like, we probably shouldn't rush these hand to hand combat scenes because this is sort of like our deal. Yeah. I did realize, like, about an hour in, I was like, man, there's not a lot of fighting. No, in there's this. no fighting. And there's... then there is, in the last like 30 minutes, they throw in some fighting. A little bit. But like, they try and hint at in the beginning with like the cage match that immediately gets <laughs> shut down. <laughs> Which we'll get to that because Guile has no regard for any bystanders that might be standing in the way of his tank crashing through this that cage This is what I'm saying wall. is that, and, and then he he's just like able to arrest everybody and no one's like, should we riot and get out of here? <laughs> Everyone's just like, damn, I guess we're arrested now. It's so good. <laughs> That's, see, but that's why I loved it. I was laughing so hard because there's no internal logic to this movie. There's none. Did it's, you find anything hilarious? Um, or I, did, were you just frustrated? I wasn't I'm like, okay, I'm being a little harsh. I wasn't like frustrated at all because, like I said, I had this set of expectations going in. Because I, I be sent you uh, a little bit like Winky. Um, but just like ha- take some care. There, There were a couple of... I'm trying to remember like the moments where I was like, oh boy. Um, there, uh, we'll, when we talk okay. about the movie, it'll pop up and I'll. I think I'll I'm wrong then today because here's what I text Jesse earlier today. Uh-huh. I'm going to guess you found it confusing not knowing the background of Street Fighter since they just keep throwing characters at the screen, correct? Uh, only a little bit. Like it was way more. Uh, it, I was able to follow it way more than I was the Transformers. Because, oh, don't bring that up again. We're be, gonna get listen, yelled at. No, because they were human beings mm-hmm. and they all had unique personalities mm-hmm. that I could discern immediately Zangief from seeing might them. Might be my favorite. Like I got it all. I knew who they were, independent of the game. Like I'm sure okay. 
people who had background with the game would see the characters and be like, hell yeah. But it took me maybe a minute. So then my next section of it Uh said, but hilarious in moments and ultimately a bad movie. Ultimately a bad movie, I think is. Did you find it hilarious in moments? There were a couple moments where I laughed and I'm trying to, when, like I said, when we go through it, I'll hit them, but I, I'm none are like immediately. I was laughing hysterically from beginning to end at this movie. Um, and just let's just get into it because I love yes. it. It's it's so it this movie is to me why I do this podcast because it's so <laughs> silly. It doesn't does, it doesn't make any sense. The Mortal Kombat movie, at least like as goofy as it gets in points, they actually try to make it close to the game. This is just like action film the movie with Street Fighter characters, but it's so fun. Let's yeah. do the plot in under three minutes. Oh, here we go. I love it. All right, guys. Rock and roll in four, three, two, one, go. So we have this little intro that I like to call exposition news, where Chun-Li and a bunch of other newscasters basically tell you that M. Bison has taken over this fictional Asian city uh, or country of Shangaloo, I think, Shangaloo or whatever they call Something it. Like that, yeah. And um, he's he's captured these, um, these refugees and he's holding them hostage saying, give me $20 billion or I'll kill them and I'll kill these soldiers that I, cam- uh, that I kidnapped as well. Guile gets on and says, hey, I know you like to look at yourself. Look at this. And he flexes, and you can tell immediately Jean-Claude Van Damme's on coke. Uh, then there's Vega cage fighting, and Ryu and Ken are introduced, and they're about to fight him. And uh, then we also realize there's a scientist that is uh, is experimenting on Charlie, who's Carlos Blanca, who's uh, um, uh, Guile's friend. And then, boom, right before the fight between Vega and Ken and Ryu, which would have been awesome, Jean-Claude Van Damme busts in in the tank and arrests them Arrests them all. They're about to get shipped off somewhere. Um, <laughs> do we know where? No. Great. Um, and then the the two guys are like, "Hey, uh, Sagat we gotta, and yeah. uh, Vega." Uh, he the, he pulls them aside and is like, "I need help. Like, you guys are my guys." And oh yeah, yeah, like, Guile. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, "Okay." And so they like get the key and they try and escape. And then the guy with the eye patch is like, "Sagat, yeah. I can help you." And they're like, "Well, okay." And they fake and they, kill uh, 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 Guile. Yeah. Uh huh. And then they escape, right. and they put a tracking device, but then uh, Chun-Li puts a tracking device on there as well, and then realizes Guile is still alive, and then escapes, and Guile's like, what a woman. And then they have Zangief and uh, Bison. Meanwhile, Bison doesn't understand why everybody thinks he's this dictator. He just wants to to get these super soldiers, mow over all of his enemies, and then rule That's all <laughs> everything. Just yeah. everything. That's all he wants. Uh, and Raul Julia's amazing in this. Uh, and then, um, good God, there's... There's so much. Then oh, oh okay. So, oh then then there's the, they they're gonna do an arms deal. But then Chun Li says gives them a lot of time to escape as this this truck full of explosives careens towards them and it blows up and they're pissed off and they escape. They they kidnap Chun Li, Ryu, Ken, uh, uh, E Honda, and Balrog. They take them all to the big base where then Guile and everybody is gearing up to go as Chun Li and, and Bison have this uh, little tête-à-tête about how he killed her father. And then it's and basically so, and the the big plan is Jean Claude Van Damme's going to get in this boat and uh, distract them while everyone else attacks from the other so side. Stupid. And so he comes in in stealth mode, um, which it just makes him invisible, I guess. And then they're able to perceive him. And so then they like shoot I him up. Spit out my and then there's a minefield, and the mines start, and they jump out. And he's they, using a Street Fighter Two joypad. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh yep. god. Oh god. Uh, okay. And then um and then everybody's fighting. E Honda and Zangi for fighting. Um, Ryu, Ken, and Vega and Sagat are fighting. And then. There's um, M. Bison. 
Jason and Jean-Claude and Guile face off, and then he gets kicked into a TV after being electrocuted, and his suit brings him back to life, and then he dies, and he the Guile fly. comes out, and he's he like, hey, okay, he can fly. You yeah. can fly, you can fly, you can fly. There's a post-credit scene. Did you know that? Ooh, Ooh good, good sound. There's a post-credit scene. Did you I know absolutely that? did not know that. I fast-forwarded till the end because I thought vaguely I remembered it, and then I read on IMDb, because I did my research, uh-huh. that, uh, look, maybe I should do this more often, because I know trivia. Up to you. Uh, that... <laughs> There's like a Sam Raimi type ending where it it sh- the camera pans over the t- the TVs that have been destroyed uh-huh. and his hand shoots out from it and and then he clicks on this screen that's saying uh, his plan Bison's plan whatever and then he clicks on replay which is the uh, most overt arcade metaphor uh, is that uh, aside from him actually playing an arcade game as he's trying to blow him up uh guile up with the uh right 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 with the underwater mines yeah which was hysterical to me that one was a funny moment for sure okay let's just talk about how even though he's super over the top raw julia as m bison Mm -hmm. is pretty great yeah he was pretty good he's to me he's like for what he's chewing the scenery in the best way i actually he did a ton of research on this and i poor guy i he said they said he he researched various dictators and crime lords and mimicked their traits and incorporated their mannerisms. Notably, oh God, my phone just went crazy. Benito Mussolini, Joseph, uh, his hand gestures, Joseph Stalin's mannerisms, Pablo Escobar's elusiveness, and Adolf Hitler's love of art. <laughs> and he also took a, he looked at him as the same type of villain as Richard III, so he took a Shakespearean tone. Hence the nerdiest t-shirt I own, which I'm going to show you, podcast listeners. Super, uh, super Shakespeare fighter. Juliet versus Desdemona. Yeah. That's actual audio from our listeners. It's get excited. Ooh. I got this is the nerdiest shirt I own. It combines my love of Shakespeare and my love of Street Fighter video games. I will say he was good, but it's hard no to one cares. it's hard to say if he was good or if he was good in relation to every single other person in this movie. I would argue that he he's good in general. That's good. And yeah, that's entirely but, possible. But he's lifted up even more by the fact that like I honestly think that because then later on I was 11, so I wasn't. My parents were very strict. I wasn't able to see this came out in '93, right? Yeah, I wasn't able to see um, R-rated movies and all that stuff. My parents sheltered me a lot, so '94, um, so I was 12. But I, um, I ended up seeing like Time Cop when I was like 13. I started getting more into Van Damme stuff like Hard Target and things that we've covered on the show. But yeah, if you've never seen Van Damme before and suddenly he's the lead in yeah. like one of your favorite video game properties, and you're like, what? what he's and he's not a bad actor you can just tell he doesn't give a shit about this role he right. doesn't care well because he was high on coke yeah it's street fighter and sitting in his trailer they, they had to drag him out of his trailer and say he wouldn't come to set they said he was a nightmare what if I'm, we just talk about this the whole time? imagine imagine being on the set of the movie street fighter the movie and then the the main guy won't come out of his trailer you you're so like god damn it like come i could have I was on a veil for this other thing, and I could have done that, but here I am, Street Fighter. Yeah, I guess are they it's all frustrating? Like, how many of them were uh, were uh, like combat people, and how many of them are actors before this? Well, Ming Na Wen, uh, Ming Na Wen, who plays Chun Li, mm-hmm. and who's Agent May on one of yes. my favorite shows. She's badass. She knows martial arts. She was she was also pretty good. She's, I would say she's great. She, and this, also, actually. like Kylie Minogue was surprisingly Kylie Minogue good. Was, yeah, yeah, surprisingly good. Yeah. Um, Ken and Ryu aren't terrible. They're just given really crappy. They're pretty bad. They're very campy with one yeah. another. Like, they're very like, 
Like every time, but I feel like that's more of a direction. It's, than that's, possible. that's possible. That's possible. Because those guys are clearly martial arts. Yes. Everybody here is pretty good at martial arts. I feel sure. like. Um, sure. We wish we could have seen more of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing. You introduce all these characters, and then none of them fight. Yep. Let's play the first clip. This is when. <laughs> this is when. A guile, aka Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh, gets a little bit of that. Um, they say that a lot of these action movies are romantic comedies in disguise, mm. and I think that secretly Guile and M. Bison have some sort of love for each other in their hatred. And uh, <laughs> just play the clip. That bastard Bison. I know you like to look at yourself on television, you sick son of a bitch. So look at this. The best is the way it's framed. He's not even like the way the first shot is framed. You don't even see like his full arm. It's no. like it's like he stops it. So it's like you look at this, and you're like, what? What am I looking what? at? But also, like, there's that, so many shots of just his sweaty bicep. That statement doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, I know you like to look at yourself on TV. So look at this. What does that mean? I told you. Is his face on his arm? That we, Do we miss it? So look at this. I got a tattoo of yeah. you so we could be best so, friends. <laughs> this is from our old drinking days together. Yes. Next time we arm wrestle, our faces could kiss. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Very strange <laughs> phrasing of that. I don't know. So it's so weird that they basically just shove all this exposition at you in the beginning and... Um, and Kyle, and there's also like yeah. there. It's being broadcast like he hacks into the broadcast or whatever around the globe, around the globe, and then somehow the his production team gets with the TV production team because the TV's like cutting back and forth yeah. between the two of them. It's like, well, if he if he cut into your feed, it's just gonna be him <laughs> unless he, there's a producer in the background. All right, cut uh, the, DJ cut, was cut going, yeah, man, here yeah. we go, <laughs> boom, back to you. He was DJing literally yeah. between the two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also, uh, if you cut into the feed, maybe you wouldn't want to show Guile one-up you. Raul Julia's face in that is so great, because he, like, comes into the close-up, like, <laughs> and his eyes are, like, twitching. It's like, whatever this bicep uh, um, flex means between them, there's some history. Because Bison is pissed when he sees that bicep. Listen, maybe that was more more research he did on his character, maybe. and he was like... Maybe Stalin hated biceps. Everyone knows that, dude. I was like, everyone knows. I was searching for the guy, but he's definitely Stalin. That's why he wore those big coats. Yeah, not because it was cold in Russia. No, (laughs) he was hiding his tiny biceps. Uh huh. (laughs) That's amazing. Oh god. So then, uh, there's all this. There's Vega, who who should have been because in the game, Vega was always one of my favorite characters. He's this like he, he he fights like a bullfighter. He has this amazing cool mask, this claw, which by the way. Not fair to do a cage fight when you have no, a claw and no. they're bare fist fighting you. It's not. First of all, it's not fair. Second of all, like it was so clear that Vega was the favorite of the filmmakers here. Like yeah. they gave him so much, like oh, <laughs> and everyone else is just like some schmuck that walked on screen. Oh, yeah. Um, he gets such a great intro. He gets an intro. He gets masks. He gets the, the claw. Be- <laughs> he gets like all that stuff. <laughs> the best is when he. When uh, Ryu gets in there and takes his shirt off, and the woman holding an I Love Vega sign goes, oh, and throws it, uh-huh. and then Vega goes like, oh? Hmm. <laughs> There's all this, like, amazingly over-the-top acting in these scenes yeah. where, like, just how they treat Vega like like a 50-year-old woman's version of the Beatles is what they're, right. where they're all freaking out right. over this man who murders people yeah. in cages. This is the dude. Yeah. <laughs> this is the dude. Yeah. I mean, he is shredded. He is. I would not want to street fight him. This is a true fact. 
I, well, it's on, it's on IMDb. So, so it is true. Fabio was considered for the role of Vega. And what happened? I, I he guess. He was on Not Enough Coke? <laughs> he was either on Not Enough Coke or on too many book covers. Ah. He was too overexposed. Could you imagine if Fabio was Vega? I'm going to spend my rest of, the rest of my day doing that. <laughs> I mean, you got to figure he would have to do a barrel roll somewhere right? in that role. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so good. <laughs> If Fabio was Vega, that would have changed. Do you do you think Fabio said no because we? I don't think he was ever officially asked because we were introduced to Vega and Vega was wearing a mask and Fabio was like, "I will not wear masks. (laughs) My face is too beautiful and I will not braid my hair. You must let it flow. (laughs) This is this is what you get. Why is this our Fabio voice? Uh, Is that even how he talks? Not at all. Not at all. Uh (laughs) Oh my god! So then there's um, they introduce the other thing is that. When you were talking about like internal logic, this movie has none. Right. So I would love to call out the the lack of internal logic in scenes that I thought was hysterical. Mm-hmm. Like when Giles talking on a full nation uh, worldwide broadcast to M Bison, and at the very end of it, he goes, "Charlie, don't worry, we'll get you, Charlie. I'm coming for you, buddy." As if that's like some secret message just to Charlie, right. who happens to be at that exact moment the soldier they have right in front of M Bison, and he and and Charlie looks like this. And he looks over and goes, Carlos, Blanca, Charlie, I guess we found our new super soldier. And it's like, what? What? I feel like like you've said several times on this show that it seems like that was a rough draft pl- placeholder yeah. to be like, we'll figure out a way to really like massage this and make it fit and kind of flow better. Uh-huh. And then they're like, nope. 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 Van Damme's on a lot of coke. We He's, just got to shoot we this. Gotta, we, this is, we have 30 minutes of shooting this today. This is what we got in take one. And so we're going to use it. <laughs> it's such a funny moment. Like, it, it, it'd be like if in John McClane, if John, I said Jean McClane. Jean McClane. If John McClane in Die Hard on the radio the first time he talks to Hans was like, and by the way, Holly, Holly, don't worry. Yeah. Holly, don't worry. It's going to be okay, Holly, my wife. Right. You know, it's like, what? Wait, what? Why would you do, you immediately put him in danger. Yeah. They yeah. wouldn't even. Just be like, we'll come get you, soldiers. Yeah. We're on our way. Or use a different name. Yeah. Like a nickname you, you had You probably don't even have to use a name. You probably don't have to say it at all, to be honest. No, he like, knows. He knows. He hears you. So really, we could blame we could blame Guile for the tragic fate of yeah, Blanca the to. Beast. We also like he who looks like a troll from the movie yeah, Trolls by yeah. the end. I guess like increased muscle mass also like changes the way your hair in behaves. the game. That's how he looks. So I appreciate the fact that they tried to make him look green and with the orange hair but it doesn't fit in a real life thing it doesn't make it just doesn't make sense sense. like well maybe he looked like that prior to the like hulking up of excuse me did you see all those bags that said dna mutagens beware and caution yeah i did (laughs) they look like they look like ectoplasm and like kool-aid bags yes and they have the most overt it literally says DNA mutagens. Yeah, they beware. would probably just put the beware part on there, or like caution, <laughs> yeah. or hazardous, so or good. any other like like mass produced caution. But that's where you that's where you saying it feels more like a kids yes. movie comes into yes. play, where it's like uh-huh. obviously they did that for kids. Yes. Oh my god, we're we're fi- focusing Ooh. so much on the minutia. I love it. Um, so, uh, oh, then one of the other great intros we get to Guile is mid meeting when that guy tries to assassinate him, and he just sweeps his leg out from under him and basically crushes his esophagus, his his windpipe, yeah. and then goes, uh, so, any other updates? And you're just like, what? <laughs> what? See, that that was an awesome moment to me of ridiculousness because the way he plays that off of just being like, all right, nothing happened. I get almost killed every day. Right, right, right. It's like in Last Action Hero when Arnold Schwarzenegger goes into the 
his bedroom and shoots the closet and the guy drops out and he's like how'd you know he was in there there's always somebody in there it's like yeah. i love that i love that kind and of there's stuff. all like the the introduction to bison when like the two soldiers are like one by one allowed to try and fist fight him and he kills both of them just with neck snaps immediately. yeah yeah why would you why would anybody volunteer at that i don't were know they volunteering or being forced i think they're being I, forced i don't think so they like pulled the thing over like from over his head yeah and they untied him and they were like all right, yeah, he does him. charge at him. He like, charges I'm going to be the one. Yeah, which is silly because they're like in a bunker with a hundred soldiers. Yeah. Well, I mean, Guile didn't care later on when he just did a flying yeah, he's jump. Guile. He's look at this. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be great for the podcast listeners. Oh, so then we have all this stuff with uh, Ken and Ryu. There's a lot of buildup where we learn about Bisonopolis and how Bison is is really focused on the food court. And and <laughs> Ken and Ryu basically get because uh, Guile sees how badass they are in a, in a prison yard fight. I use that term fight loosely, right? Because it, it's over in like three seconds. But um, they uh, he recruits them because he realizes they're not bad guys. They're just kind of crooks. They're not. They're selling. They're stealing from bad people to get rich. But they're not the best people. Yeah, you you just reminded me of a moment that I laughed out loud yeah. at. Um, when they when they are like watching the sumo wrestler and the boxer get taken away, and they're like, "Oh man, it sucks to see that happen to the good guys. We're on the same side," <laughs> and it's just so like explicitly spelled out there. Like we're uh, although we, we've done bad things, we are good guys. We are good guys. Please root for us. Kids, you're confused, kids. Yeah. Uh, so then. Basically, there's this jailbreak, which is the stupidest jailbreak ever. But I, I, it had, like I said, I love it because it makes absolutely no sense. So uh, Ken and Ryu pretend to get in a fight with even worse acting than than normal. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Ken gets the keys, and then Sagat is like, "Pass me the keys. We'll help you escape." Like you said. And then instead of waiting till they pull safely away from this military prison, away from hundreds of soldiers with guns and guile, and out of the city. They unlock themselves there, immediately jump out, punch a few guards, get in the truck while people are shooting live rounds. Yes. They don't it's not like Guile sets up, oh, we're gonna shoot blanks, so they think it's right. No, there's actually like bullet holes and walls and pedestrians around yep. and other soldiers. Yep. Not a single criminal gets killed, not a sing and they just barrel through and drive off. And then Guile comes out and is shooting at him again with live rounds. And he gets shot in the sides, and somehow he has some kind of blood packet there (laughs) that kills him. And then they just drive off, and immediately Sagat is like, you guys, you're you're good people. But then Guile's death, when uh, Bison finds out about it, his speech is so good. Pretty much all my sound clips that I pulled are Bison or Guile. So let's play clip number two. That's great news, General. Congratulations. On the contrary, I mourn. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping to face Guile personally on the battlefield. One gentleman warrior to another in respectful combat. Then I would snap his spine. Ah! The road not taken. <laughs> so good come on that's so shakespearean it's beautiful that's give his dialogue is better written and better acted than this movie remotely deserves oh, by a bunch <laughs> by a bunch ah, the road let's, less to, you can tell he's having a blast yeah let's talk about two things with respect to this DJ's prison 
okay is hilarious. He, it's great. He's, Congratulations. He's great. I love him. Okay. I love him. <laughs> um, so, funny. so Guile fakes his death and then like remains <laughs> faking <laughs> dead until someone happens to come pull the sheet over his That's face. That's the first thing I wrote down was how long was he laying well, here? How long was he intending to lay there? Like did they hear Chun-Li was coming in and he was like quick everybody. This will like be a funny? kid waiting to like, surprise us. What, like, what was he thinking? And then the other thing about this whole like the the sort of logistics of this yeah. is you mean to tell me that he's like the leader of a of an army unit, but is for some reason making arrests in town, and then he is based out of the prison. What is going on? I don't. Yeah, it, just just so they can be right next to it. Uh, yeah, so everything can be right there. Right, but like, <laughs> doesn't what, make any sense. What? I guess it's a military prison. Sure, but then why is he going into town arresting people? He's fighting a war, right? I guess that he's not police. His his he has some overreach. Oh yeah, he's, I guess he's, he's he's just very motivated. But it's my favorite moment is when Chun Li goes in there. And she sees Guile's body, and she lifts it up, and she's sad. And then he like put she puts it back down, and he hops up. It's like I would have loved. This is moments where I would love to see a short film about just Guile waiting there for, yeah. for three yeah. hours. Yeah. Just what like, happened? Or like twelve hours, just like fuck. Oh, gee, I feel like somebody's gonna come here, yeah, right? Good. Like I have to use the bathroom. Get a pee. Oh, was that somebody? Is it? Oh, that's just Cammy. Cammy, get out of here. Cammy, yeah. can you make sure no one comes? Because I gotta pee. Cammy, somebody's <laughs> gonna come in here eventually. And then I'm going to go, aha! Yeah. It wasn't even like an aha moment. He's just like, yep. Right. Maybe he just needed a nap after those squibs. It just That'd took a lot out of if him. He, if he napped with the covers over his face and he was truly just <laughs> napping. Or, or what if it was that, like, Van Damme was on coke and was like, I'm just going to lay here until you're ready. And then, Dah! Maybe. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. No, that didn't work. It's all right. So then uh, <laughs> Zangief has some good one-liners. But they just they don't work uh, in sound clip form, except for one that I pulled later, because it's it's after big monologues. Like Bison gives this whole speech about why he doesn't think he's evil, and how he wants to bring peace by destroying every nation's armies. And Zangief's just like getting choked up and like that's so beautiful. And <laughs> I love Zangief; he's such a goofball. Um, and then there's they they track they 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 go to this arms deal and Chun Li. Uh, sends this uh, is doing this weird uh, they're doing like this circus act in front of Bison for some reason couldn't tell you I don't know why just because she looks great in that outfit I guess sure sure. or to show that they're infiltrating it somehow but they didn't need to do that because they put explosives in his truck that seems like it's miles away yeah because and this is another defying logic moment that I thought was so funny is that they they give Bison and Sagat so much time to escape the tent that the that this truck full of explosives is careening towards. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's no one driving it, and it's crashing through all these poor merchants' like shops and right. and just like these street dealers. They're just like, ah, come on! <laughs> First bison, now you you assholes, come yeah. on! Yeah. And then it blows up, and off camera, Chun Li and her and E Honda and Balrog are captured. Right. Next thing you see them, they're in handcuffs. So. They didn't have the foresight to make it blow up quicker to kill Bison or to escape. Yeah. What happened? Don't know. Their plan was not well thought out. <laughs> no. And then Ken and Ryu are immediately outed, too. Yeah. It's like... It's, so I think... <laughs> was this... It's so silly. Was this the moment in, at the circus 
which she got to perform in. She must know the booker. I, guess. I know. I, like, yeah. I don't know how she got in on that. <laughs> they did a great job, though, with the tossing up of the barrel. And yeah. then I don't know how they I did it, except for cutting and having her get out of the barrel because it's physically folks. impossible. Don't know. Um, but they they're do- is this where they're doing the arms deal and he, like, produces the money? And it's bison and it's bucks bison or bison bucks? Yeah. And he's like, for someone who who is so, like... He he's asked for twenty billion dollars, right? Yeah. And he's like, once I once I kidnap the queen, it's gonna be worth, worth one point five euro. Or it's gonna be five pounds for oh, each one of these. And it's like you you couldn't have like reached for the stars a little more on your own currency. Like you settled at five. <laughs> What's that about? I did write that down. It was a very strange choice by him to be like, well, twenty billion from you guys, but. We'll be modest with my and, currency. And Sagat is immediately pissed off about that, rightfully yeah. so. And they're about to shoot. Each- There's a, a moment where you're like, oh, here comes a fight. Yep. And then Ken and Ryu walk in, and they make them choose sides, and then the explosion happens. And Sagat is kind of a, um unwilling ally now, I yeah. guess, because mm-hmm. they just go to this evil base. And then pretty much the rest of the movie is just hanging out at this evil base until the big fight scene at yeah. the end. So let's get into that, because... Uh, we have Guile's speech, which is this bureaucrat comes by and goes, we're going to give him, it's this guy who's, this British dude that plays this in every movie I've yeah. ever seen him in, where he's like, we're going to give him the money, don't worry, just pack up your things, you're fired, all right? And then he says, I think you lost your balls. And then he goes and he gives this this rousing speech that ends with this. Well, I'm not going home. I'm going to get on my boat, and I'm going up river, and I'm going to kick that son of a bitch bison's ass so hard that the next bison wannabe is gonna feel it. Now, who wants to go home? And who wants to go with me? That's my favorite part of the end. And who wants to go with me? I think he says and. <laughs> and who he? wants to go with me? I know, but he's a, who wants to go home and who wants to go with me? Like, that's an and. That means they want both of those things. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Like, so I think he says, and who wants to go with me? Yeah, so it's very unclear what these people want. Who wants to go home? And who wants to go home with me? Yeah. <laughs> I have Gino Nino's pizza rolls at home, all right? Yeah. My mom cooks them perfectly in the oven so that they're not too hot, but not frozen. Yeah, this is very funny. Do you remember was, that in the 80s? Yeah, You have Gino Nino pizza rolls? It's either, yeah. You'd either bite into them and it'd burn the roof of your mouth, or you'd bite into them and they'd be warm in the middle and then frozen. Yeah. The pepperoni chunks would be frozen. It's n- it, not an ideal consistency. No. I don't know if they, it was the oven's they are fault delicious. or they are I delicious. I prefer them smoking hot because yeah. I just let them cool. I prefer um, them like I prefer my coffee burning the roof of my mouth and killing my taste buds for at least several hours. You prefer your coffee that yeah, way? Yeah. It's, it's fascinating. Weird thing. It's fascinating. Um, yeah, I actually he, didn't know where I was going with that, and I just kind of made it up on the fly, and it, it clearly showed. That was like a fight scene from Street Fighter, <laughs> yeah. where they were like, just get out there and do it. <laughs> uh, this, this, is, this is very funny to me, that he was just able to convince this entire group of loyal soldiers to commit mutiny yeah. in, like, matter of two and seconds. not just like this isn't like the u.s military this is this is the uh, um the allied nations allied right? nations yeah. so this is these are soldiers from all over the world who uh-huh. just go yep yep mutiny. sounds good all right uh there's a woman though <laughs> during this while all the shoulder so, soldiers while all the the soldiers are running off who just has a sh- her shoes in her hand right yeah and she's running around confused like her reaction is like Almost like, wait, you forgot your shoes, but I know they're hers. Yeah. But she's literally just running around like, ah, ah, 
it's there, such a they're weird... just like we need to show chaos. And so how do we take have your shoes off? A woman with shoes. At first, I swear she only had one, and then she and I thought she was just like. Where's my other shoe? And then at the end, though, of that scene, she has both, and she still has the same expression. So clearly it wasn't fear for having lost her one it, shoe. It would, we, that's another one we need to see a three-minute film about. The woman who wanders just, onto the base. What if, and it just is like, <laughs> what if we start raising money just yeah. to do the most asinine short films based on it. these plot holes? I would love it. Go fund us. Anyways, um, this is actually, I was telling Jesse before this, This I, I quote this to my wife all the time in different ways. Because it's one of my favorite villain lines in the history of cinema in a movie that doesn't deserve it, but I love it. Play clip number four, please. I'm sorry. I don't remember any of it. This is after Chun-Li said he killed her father. You don't remember? For you, the day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me... It was Tuesday. <laughs> I do that constantly with Renee. Yeah. When she's like, babe, don't you remember? Like, I did the dishes. I put it away. Where did I put the honey? And I'll be like, babe, the day you put the honey somewhere else was the most important day of your life. For me, it was Tuesday. And she's just like, I don't know what that means. I'm surprised she hasn't killed you. But just help me. Yeah. <laughs> I do stuff to her all the time. Oh, Whenever, instead of being like, the dishes are done, I'll be like, the dishes are donezo, Washington. And she's like, stop, that's not funny. Or I'll be like, if I'm tired, I'll say, man, I am so John Tuckered must die from that movie, John Tucker. (laughs) And and she's like, you didn't even see that movie. Why are you making that a tired thing? And I'm like, I don't know. It is now. Because it's a thing. That's Make it our thing. It's our thing. She's like, it's your thing that you're trying to force to be our thing. Uh, So there's all this stuff where... um, I love this. I love this scene between Chun Li and Bison because I actually think Ming Ming Na Wen for what she's given. I think she's awesome in general, but she's not given a ton, but she does a good amount with it. And this scene where she gets full on a rage, and he thinks she's harmless, and she snaps her her wrist cuffs, and then she starts kicking his ass. And then, like you said, they all bust in, <laughs> and he hides behind glass, and they get gassed. But yeah. it's just knockout gas for some reason. I guess Instead so. of just murdering your foes. Right. But they're knocked out. Like, they should. he should have disposed with all of them right then. Yeah. Like, we never see why they're dragged out of that Or at room. least don't drag them out and then chain them all to the same pipe. Like, right. Put them in different cages, because he's just setting himself... He's classic bad guy, megalomaniac, who just thinks he can get away with everything. Sure, but this is not even, like... I like I got you, and now I'm going to tell you why I'm going to kill you, giving the good guy time to come up behind me. This is like you are unconscious in my control, yep. and I am taking you from the unconscious contained room. For no reason. For no reason to a conscious, uncontained space. For no reason. For no reason. <laughs> and we never see why. We never understand why. And there's, like, he he's, it's it's not even to, like, see anything happen. It's yeah. just like, come on out. Come, you're right. Everyone I should have killed. Because he's going to murder the hostages, I guess. I don't know. But I, I don't fully understand if that's what the timeline but is. But he doesn't even know yet, because he's checking the balance yeah, on and the thing. balance is zero. By the way, you can't have a bank account with a zero dollar balance it's they'll impossible charge fees. they'll charge you fees you have to open it with the balance in there yeah I so mean, that's maybe their first mistake that's bad like guys. even a local credit union will make you do that let alone like a swiss bank i, where you I can wish i was funds. in the room when that happened you're like no yeah <laughs> i could take everything in this movie except this 
Come on, put at least $25. You get, we already know that. You'll get $15 fees every month. Yeah. Can we do clip number five? Because this is when Guile is approaching in his stealth boat, which is basically just a mirror boat, <laughs> which you can still clearly see the waves coming out of it. So it's not very stealth, but every bad guy is like, what is this thing coming towards us that's shooting and blowing up all of our, sa- right. our guns? This is his big hero line to Bison. This is General Bison. Our defenses are locked onto you. Identify yourself. This is the collection agency, Bison. Your ass is six months overdue, and it's mine. I don't, what? I've never heard that phrase before. Like I said, these guys, I think there might be some sort of like I mean, romantic interest there. Or he's something. interested in his ass. Your ass is six months overdue, and it's mine. You know, I mean, like that sounds like a like a pickup line. Yeah, like, I mean, like hey. if you see like an ex girlfriend and you're and you guys are kind of drunk and buzzed and and they're like, hey, what are you what are you thinking about doing tonight? And you're like, well, your ass is six months overdue and it's mine. And she's like, listen, when I broke up with you, it was the most important day of your life <laughs> for me. But for me, it was Tuesday. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So that. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. I don't even care if anybody was watching that. Uh, <laughs> so then, so this is always like they did this a couple times in this sequence, also yeah. where they're like, "Prepare for stealth mode." It's like, why you don't need to do anything to prepare for stealth? Just hit the stealth yeah, mode there's button, no, like, and you're there's fine. No, like, buckle in, and no, they didn't. Nothing changed in their experience of it. I, I mean, did you notice they kept showing the same shots of just trees with fire bombs yeah. going off behind them and yeah. not anything actually exploding every yes. time they blow up a gun? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I think it was the same explosion. They just reversed it to make it look like a different. Yeah. I don't know. But then uh, so Bison's using his Street Fighter 2 controller and he's making the, the mines come up <clears throat> and he blows up the ship. But after we we guess that they're jumping out because they take their seat belt seat belts yeah. off and say they're going to jump out. Because I guess they know that the big finale's coming. I don't know. I don't know why he didn't just explode all of them at once once the boat got like he should have just let them come and then like explode all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of, he was yeah. like one at a time trying to pick them off. You know, this is Bison. He's he's a he's a sportsman. He's sure. got some sportsmanship behind everything. He he wants uh, ritual combat so then he can snap his spine. The yeah. path not taken. That this is true. I think he just wanted to face him mano a mano. That's he wanted to find out what your ass is mine and he's come to collect mains. I have one question for you. Well, I've several, but the main one is what does collecting it mean? I don't understand. Can I have $25 to put in my bank account, please? (laughs) They keep charging me $15. It's just, it's wasteful. So when the boat blows up, this is one of the more famous lines that you'll see in the in the gifs of it and memes and stuff. This is M. Bison uh, clearly referencing the video game. Clip number six. Game over! Intruder destroyed. <laughs> Intruder destroyed. Oh, my God. I love this movie so much. It's so <laughs> silly. I don't even know what to riff on with Game Over. It's so obvious. Yeah. But uh, I hope that um, if Robert Mueller ever comes up with anything, yeah. that the second he drops it on Trump's desk, which maybe he doesn't have anything. I don't know. But the second he drops it on his desk... Good or bad news, just to, as like a, a middle finger, he just goes, Game over! And then even if it's like, yeah, we really didn't find anything, at least he he went out with a bang. Yeah. Or he's like, haha, seriously, game over! 
It'll be it'll be his mission accomplished banner. Do the do the do the uh, knockout gas, so then we can just have him outside yeah, on the yeah, lawn. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, anyways, with the with the little kid mowing the lawn, somebody's gonna be like, "What the." The episode was going great until the last six minutes, and you had to bring hey, up. Hey, thanks, thanks for sticking with us. To thanks the last for six minutes. Us. Appreciate you, former f- former fan seven nine seven or whatever your name was. Oh my god, there's all kinds of fight scenes, sort of. Uh, uh, <laughs> but then, oh, Guile sees Charlie as Blanca, and for the first time, he's his initial reaction instead of like, "Hey, I wonder if any of my friend is left in there." Charlie doesn't even ask him to kill him. No. His just initial reaction is, yeah, yeah, I'll help you. He says, help me. Right. And he's like, yeah, I'll help you. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Like, Jesus. Dude, you're the reason he became this, because you called him out on national TV. Yeah. International TV. International TV. And his first thing, and then Dalsam, who in the game is this uh, awesome, he has stretchy arms, and mm. like he, he can punch like 10 feet away, and in this, he's just like a, like a British dude, I guess, who yeah. then gets his hair burned off by chemicals sure so he stops him there are a lot of people who like turn on bison at the drop of a hat yeah well I, that like, guy oh, was grumpy from the beginning he was but like why employ him then you know what i mean he was he was handcuffed the whole time he was oh, that's true yeah, yeah yeah so then at the end he's like i'll help him but then helping him ends up just being hey i'm gonna cuddle with you while we die in this exploding building yeah. and i'm like wait you, why didn't you guys escape? That was better than getting shot in the head, I guess. I guess by your best friend, yeah. who, who didn't even you didn't even ask to do it. But does he even know him anymore? He's changed. I don't you know. know. what I mean, I don't know. He has changed. Yeah, he's also on lots of coke. Um, he's after that ass. <laughs> he's he's just he's on a mission. Yeah, that ass is overdue. He's got to collect. And if it's anything like when movies were overdue at Blockbuster when I worked there, Oof. you had to collect. Oof. Don't even get me started on Be Kind Rewind, man. People did not rewind, and that would be so frustrating. They were unkind. They the were worst unkind. is when it like it came back to you like halfway through the movie, and you're like, why did you stop it here? Yeah. Why didn't you just either rewind it or watch the rest of it? I, I don't know, man. Yeah, they were know. just lazy. I don't know. Uh, so then they then Ken tries to be a jerk and bail, and he comes back to help Ryu while Ryu's getting his ass kicked by Sagat and Vi- uh, Vega, and then there's this pretty cool fight scene in yeah. the locker room between yeah. Vega and Sagat and... Um, and uh, Ken and Ryu, but I feel like, again, that's where it's more of a kid's thing, because they get kind of knocked out, and are like, woo, 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 like, you just expect, like, a, woo, 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 woo. like, at least Mortal Kombat, there's some violence to the fight scenes. I mean, uh, Scorpion gets his head lopped off by a spike shield, and, like, <laughs> and like uh, volcanic lava's erupting from it, you know, and, yeah. and there's some cool stuff in it, and then the Mortal Kombat Annihilation feels like a softcore porn parody that happened to be an actual sequel to the movie with no sex. Nice. That's I literally watched Mortal Kombat Annihilation after... I, did we do Mortal Kombat on here? Mm-mm. Either way. I watched it after that, and I literally was like, this feels like a porn parody, but where nobody's having sex, mm-hmm. and nobody's really fighting either. It's not a fun parody. It's not a fun parody. Uh-huh. Like, why even do it? Yeah. Uh, that was really a weird tangent when we only have three minutes left. <laughs> uh, so um, now Guile and Bison have squared off. The armies are there. Uh, Cammy has been fighting her way up. She do, she yells out thrust kick before she does yeah, a kick, and really? I love that because it. I get that it's from the game, but it makes no sense in the real world. Like if I was like right hook, you'd be like, "Cool, I'll block." Great, it. let me yeah, <laughs> let me get out of the let way. Let me dodge. Left hook. Anyways, uh, so this is clip number seven. This is uh, this is when Bison is very excited. His ass is going to be collected. You have made me a happy man. Next, I'll make you a dead one. Yeah. <laughs> Next, I'll make you a dead one. Yeah. <laughs> So there's this huge fight, and again, I use that term loosely, but in the yeah. in the context of this. But then there's other things, like when they have the two Japanese soldiers from the AN trying to change the security channel, and it switches to Zangief and E-Honda fighting, 
and they're watching them fight over Bisonopolis, and Godzilla sound effects are coming from the TV. Yep. It's hysterical because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, there's no reason. Are they perceiving it that way? Was there... Uh, wh- what is happening? I think Godzilla was in the room. He must have been. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. I mean, it just makes no sense, but I loved it. Uh, and then they're, st- they're kicking the crap out of each other. Bison gets uh, knocked into a, uh, a panel and electrocuted, and then his suit brings him back to life. But before that, Guile thinks he's dead, so he says, clip number eight. Carl, are you all right? I'm okay. I'm just half dead. And Bison? All dead. <laughs> so ridiculous i know we're running out of time so we're just gonna get to it so bison comes back to life he's he has this electromagnetic thing that he explains really quickly that i don't fully grasp that makes him fly makes him shoot energy which if you had all this why didn't you use it? he should have done it way earlier (laughs) why didn't you do it earlier but i guess he was being it was his sportsmanship until he was killed by guile and then he was like well i guess i should you know uh, and Guile does do a couple of his flash kicks, which are the backwards uh, backflip kicks. Um, anyways, uh, this is Guile saying, you know, he has a god complex. He's admitting it. You still refuse to accept my godhood. Keep your own god. Fact. This might be a good time to pray to him. For I beheld Satan, and he fell from heaven. My favorite part of that is from heaven. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, rest in peace, Raul Julia, because this is such a good performance that this movie doesn't deserve, but it makes it. it that I, I honestly think he's what saves this movie. Uh, we have to play this one last sound clip, then we got to get out of here. But um, Zangief realizes Bison's a bad guy. He also learns how to do a thumbs up in the end instead of a sideways thumbs up. So he has a pretty big arc. His, yeah, he, can we play? He came out on top. Of clip this number ten. General Bison. He's a bad guy. If you know this, then why do you serve him? Because he paid me African fortune, you moron. You got paid? <laughs> God, I love this movie. All right, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, please tweet at us if you've seen Street Fighter. Where does it rank in your video game adaptation movies? Uh, do you love it? Do you hate it? And also send some su- suggestions our way. We're thinking about Dark Man eventually coming up. If you have any romantic comedy guilty movie pleasures, that'd be fun to do in the month of February. February. Well done. I can't speak. So uh, I had a lot of coffee and it's kicking in right now. <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, send us some romantic comedy guilty movie pleasure suggestions to change it up. Until next time, you can find me at the Ben Begley on Twitter and Instagram. And Jesse, where can they find you? Uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Too Much Jesse and for Sketch at The Prom Losers. You're so much calmer than I am. Right. Until next time... Hadouken! From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.